From the Virginia Audio Collective at WTJU 91.1 FM and Brown College at the University of Virginia, this is Symposia. Someone has a fog machine and it's like leaking out of the house in this very spooky way across the lower lawn of the hill. And it's definitely bringing the vibes right now. And there's a bunch of people walking around with uh, a lot of different types of costumes on. I I think one of the makings of a good hauntings theme is that it's flexible enough that people don't all look the same when they, they dress up to get into character. So I've seen vampires, I've seen victims of vampires, I've seen Bigfoot in a bathrobe, I've seen Mothman, I've seen a wolf man. It's very classic Halloween and I think they're going to do great. Welcome back to Symposia, a podcast from Brown College. I'm Sophia Moore. That was Sage Tanguay as they explored the grounds around Brown College during hauntings last year. Classes are just around the corner and with that, fall. I'll be the first to say that I cannot wait for cooler weather, but the fall also means something else for B residents. The fall means hauntings. For those of you who are new to hauntings, hauntings is the DIY haunted house that pops up on Monroe Hill every year around Halloween. This spooky event is completely run by Brown residents and aims to raise money in support of a chosen charity. Now, I know spooky season is months away, but people living at Brown think about hauntings from the beginning of the semester. We recorded this episode last year, but as a welcome back to students both living at Brown and around grounds, we raised the audio from the dead to get everyone excited for 2023's hauntings. Each year, Brown residents nominate an elite few students to take the mantle of putting on hauntings. These co-chairs are in charge of overseeing the building, promotion, and performance of hauntings. At Brown, it's a vital and respected role. This past year, the co-chairs took their experiences as well as the memories from older students to create a hauntings to remember. Let's go haunting. Keep in mind, when people in this episode refer to last year, they are remembering events of 2021. I'm Steven, I'm a third year, and I'm kind of looking after some of the new technology that we're using in Brown, not in Brown, in hauntings, while also kind of helping out with PR and advertising for hauntings. I am Renee, I am a third year, and I am looking after a lot of the design elements of hauntings, like the layout of the house, what the rooms are, who the actors are, and then I'll be looking a lot over the actual build of the house. And I'm Kendall, I'm also a third year. I am working kind of on the more creative aspects right now, and I'll be doing stuff with the special effects makeup. Last year for Hauntings, I was part of the makeup team. So for the first half, I did makeup, got all the actors ready beforehand, and then did the makeup for those that came in late. And then for the second half, I was acting in the Claire's room because the theme was Mall of America. And most of the time I was sitting creepily in the corner with the words BFF carved into my forehead, but I did also operate an unusually large piercing gun. And I've been more on the back end for all three years. First year, because of COVID, we just had a mini haunting. So it was just for community members in Brown. We didn't really have a budget. It was very, very small, entirely outdoors. And I spent a little bit of that night doing a jump scare out of a coffin. And then the rest of the time, I was really just organizing like people's tickets and making sure everyone was like abiding by COVID protocol. 
And then last year, I spent a lot of the first day and part of the second day doing a lot of just organization, making sure the pacing of the house was running okay, like going through the house many, many times with almost every single guide just to see if they needed to like slow down or speed up, talking to each of the room leaders to tell them to like move a little faster or move a little slower, just trying to really make the experience of hauntings as like cohesive and smooth as possible for both the people involved in it and people coming to the event for me um my first year obviously that was covid year so i did help build the house kind of like renee was just talking about and then i just went through it as somebody in the community last year i helped out by a little bit of the building but i was also a guide and i was a single father looking for his lost college student in the mall also while doing a southern accent weirdly i don't know where that came from but yeah so that's what a lot of people remember from last year (laughs) In 2020, COVID didn't just lock everyone in dorms and keep people from regularly scheduled festivities. Hauntings was affected too. But when things were safer, residents bounced right back. Last year's was pretty much full on. Like we had a masking requirement and we made the group size of each like group of people going through the house a little smaller than usual. But I would say it felt pretty much like a normal hauntings. I've definitely looked at a lot of old videos. I've also spent a lot of time talking to upperclassmen, especially in my first year when we were doing this like very strange, small kind of fake hauntings. And so there was so much talk, you know, I didn't know any different, but there were there was a lot of talk from upperclassmen about like reminiscing on what a real hauntings was like, what that looked like and things they missed from that experience. And so just getting to hear a lot of those, like what they felt was important about like a true full hauntings, I think has helped us decide what, what we care about as we're starting to rebuild. As I was helping with building the hauntings my first year, the bite-sized hauntings, as you guys called it, there was, like Renee was saying, I did hear a lot of upperclassmen talking about, oh, this was so fun in years prior, blah, blah, blah. And that's something that we were kind of used to hearing a lot that year as first years, like, oh, well, that's not going to happen this year. That's not going to happen this year over and over. So finally seeing these things happen now is, you know, it's really nice for us because we kind of missed all that our first year, but here we are doing it ourselves. So it's kind of nice. Like Renee said, it was just like the folklore of hauntings (laughs) that I was being handed down by all these upperclassmen last year. And I think last year was, at least from what I was hearing, was pretty close. And I wasn't living in Brown for my first year, so I missed the bite-sized hauntings. (laughs) So I haven't had much to compare it to, but I just heard a lot of stories. Bite Size Hauntings was what 2020's Hauntings was called. And while COVID was probably the scariest thing of the season, Hauntings still managed to give some spooky relief. For the Bite Size Hauntings, we really didn't have a lot of funding. And we also knew that because of COVID concerns, we weren't going to be able to have it like in the big tent like we usually do up on the hill. And so we also didn't want to like kind of make it known to people outside of Brown that we were hosting this again for COVID concerns, we didn't want people just like walking up and being like, what's this? And us having to be like, sorry, you can't come. And so we just decided that it would be on our quad in the colonnade instead, because that seemed like a very small, good area that had good airflow. And so we built it up. There was a lot more we had to pay attention to, to making sure that like airflow could get through all the rooms. And then I think we only had about five rooms instead of our usual 10 or so. And then it was only one actor per room that would kind of do their little bit and a lot more space to make sure anyone coming through the house would be like kind of on the other side of the room. And then we had everyone go in in just pairs with no guide, no pushers, just a pair. And we asked people to do it like with their roommate or someone they already lived with. 
and, you know, still masked and just go through the house. And, you know, our house usually takes five, 10 minutes to go through. This one took maybe a minute or so. You had to sign up in a spreadsheet ahead of time, like an exact time slot you were going to go through. So there would only be like the five actors and then the one pair going through at a time. And so it was just a lot of logistics, but also a lot less because we weren't doing all this coordination with like outside vendors. But it definitely was like nothing like a true haunting experience, just absolutely nothing like it. The theme was bite-sized hauntings like there wasn't a theme it was just general scary like there was like you know a witch and like someone jumping out of a coffin and like like it was just very simple like working with what we already had because we had almost no budget and so yeah it was really just a lot of classic silly little gags like that and i mean i think a lot of people had fun and liked having some hauntings rather than no hauntings but it definitely was very different Even with the pandemic mostly behind us, there are still some challenges co-chairs face each season. That's kind of the way it always is. You get this rush at the beginning, and then you kind of have to push and beg and be like, you talked about it, can you fill out the form? And so that's pretty standard, and honestly, I wasn't really that concerned. I expected some people to have some late signups, and sure enough, they did, and it was no problem. But also, I think that recently, especially this year, we've kind of had a push to make the role of a room leader and certain other roles in hauntings a little bit more high commitment because we really want to actually have this be something that's like a a true good haunted house with like actually scary moments and like something that people can feel a lot of pride in and really work hard towards. So I think there were some people that have been room leaders in past years that weren't necessarily up for the commitment we were asking of them this year. If someone from a different community or dorm or school was interested in having a haunted house, what are sort of the pros and cons? Well, I think that, first of all, it depends on like what they're doing it for. For us, it's charity, like we said. So I think you kind of have to have a purpose, and that's our purpose. Like, we're working towards this. If it's just for fun, I mean, yeah, that's cool, I guess. But for us, it's for fun, and it also holds a purpose. So that way, we kind of have, you know, some motivation to kind of get things done. But sometimes that can be kind of hard to do. I would say a con is kind of how, like, all last minute a lot of things get to be you know build week is a week and it probably mostly done right at the end right there so it's a lot of stress i would say towards the end it can also be pretty expensive to start out with you know the haunted house we put on is like pretty large scale you know we're filling out an entire 40 by 60 tent we have like several thousand attendees every year and so you know a lot of haunted houses start off a lot smaller hauntings at brown certainly started off a lot smaller in the late 80s but just that upfront cost can really be staggering especially the way we do it where you know you have to get a tent and you know we're so lucky to have all of these props and costumes and x frames and tarps and all these things from past years but there'd be no way we would be able to do a house of this scale if we didn't have all of that you know storage and access to all this past year's buildup of resources it's a huge time commitment and it happens right in the middle of midterms so you're like (laughs) super stressed out for an exam but then you have to go build a haunted house and so there's a lot of balance that has to be found there but for pros i think it is a huge community building experience Mm. and like i was talking about earlier i definitely made most of my friends in brown at hauntings that's where i met a lot of them and it just it's a way to meet people despite the challenges the co-chairs always rise to the occasion to make a night people won't forget so this year our theme is hauntings um it's kind of a play on words with hauntings so it's classic monsters and cryptids in the woods that's what we're going to be doing 
you were asking about characters. I think one of the biggest things we wanted to do was Mothman, and we're finally getting our Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just kind of excited to see what people do with this. Last year, we did kind of have a problem in our house of too much physical lighting. So this year, we're just kind of hoping it's physically darker and people take advantage of that, I guess. It's going to be exciting to see what people do with guides characters as well. I've heard some people thinking about being park rangers. Some people thinking about being mad scientists that are going into the woods to study these creatures um, and things like that. We really just wanted to have more of like classic scares. And we've done a couple like more corporate scares themes and more of this like metaphorical capitalism <laughs> is terrifying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so we wanted to just make a return to like a good classic you know you're in the woods with a bunch of monsters and so we've really let people run with that like a lot of people have picked pretty classic monsters that you might name right off the top of your head you know vampires werewolves swamp monster but we've had some people do some very original ideas and we've had some people draw in some more obscure cryptids and so it's been really fun to see like what people are passionate about and we've had someone who like took a cryptids class like talk to us about some cryptids they thought were cool and like just a, just a lot of interesting people seeing what they what like characters and monsters they're interested in for me the one that i really wanted to see besides mothman i begged i threatened i went absolutely crazy for a chupacabra room like i <laughs> in vc chat was just begging somebody to make my dreams come true and i made all these like promotional posters that said chupa gotcha and so if someone didn't have a chupacabra room i was gonna lose my mind so i'm happy to say my dreams did come true and yeah that was what i wanted so <laughs> <laughs> what I personally love about hauntings is how it brings all the residents together. It combines so many of our college's values like collaboration, creativity, community outreach, and quirkiness into one event. I can only imagine how proud co-chairs must feel after their project is complete. The first moment is when we get all of the X-frames up and cover them in tarp, and it's just this like horrible dead empty maze that we fin <laughs> finished building like at 4 p.m. so it's still light outside and it's just like this kind of weird mess of rooms with no substance to them but getting to see like okay we have a house it's here it exists like now it's time to go crazy and make it look super awesome and like seeing that moment of things coming together is really wonderful and then also having the first couple tour groups go through the evening of and you're kind of witnessing these first couple of like reviews of people being scared at certain moments, laughing at certain moments, being shocked, being frightened, and just like witnessing all those emotions come together for the first time is really exciting. Obviously, this is my first time as a co-chair. So last year, I didn't really like have that satisfaction. I was just helping out. But I think this year, I don't really know the answer to that question yet because I haven't gone through the whole thing. But I think it's going to be very similar to what Renee said, just kind of seeing it all come together at the end is like, oh, you know, this is actually happening now. I'm not, we're not just talking about it and thinking about it, so. I think my favorite parts last year as just someone who participated were definitely seeing that first group come through, at least when I went into the house, because acting in front of people for the first time was so unlike anything I'd ever done before. And then at the end of Hauntings, we all like gathered in various stages of makeup and it was so much. And we all took this really cursed picture and that to me was the... <laughs> hauntings moment was that picture. If you live in Brown, then you are familiar with the legendary Chris A. She has been involved in hauntings for decades, and yet it never gets old for her. My name is Chris Oxtakalnis, and I am the overall operations administrator for Brown College. How many years have you been here? 24. So 
you probably remember hauntings because hauntings has been going on just about as long. Yes, I've been through quite a few hauntings. It's pretty scary. I know that when I went through, I really was scared. Students put a lot of time into it. Everything is put together through them. They create every year a new story and it's very important to them. All the money goes to charity. They choose every year which charities they want to contribute to. When did Brown start using an event tent? I don't remember that the first couple of years I did it. I just remember like a really poorly constructed tent that we had made. Okay, I think when this college started in 1986, and they had hauntings, in the tunnels. And I don't know exactly how many years, but then the fire marshals <laughs> got a little stricter and there were a couple of close calls and so they decided that they couldn't do that anymore. So when I came in 1998, they would not have one big tent. They would have probably four tents. And they'd start at the back where the elevator is that's what I remember. This is a, a lot better. <laughs> and then last year and the year before with the pandemic, they made the changes and they used the larger tent. So I think this is better because we can get sides for it. Yeah. And that even makes it more spooky. Though co-chairs head the hauntings and Chris has seen them evolve over time, the residents are the glue that puts everything together. Literally. From building to acting to guiding visitors through the halls, residents add their flair and finesse every season. Are you guys going to be in the house? Yes. Oh, awesome. Almost all actors, yeah. Okay. What's your room like? Bigfoot with a blunt. <laughs> Sick. He's going to murder a photographer who takes a flash photo. I think that's perfect. Yeah. That's so great. Ryan, are you going to do the classic, like, pose? We're going to have, um... The like Bigfoot like sighting photos framed in cardboard, and they'll be like the first grade, second grade, third grade. Have you ever seen the He Had Beautiful Hair video? No. I don't know if it's actually real, but this guy in Appalachia was like, "Yeah, I saw him. He had beautiful hair." And it's like he said, "But I ran him off," and I said, "Get!" And he has this big stick. And I'll just start it. Okay. okay. I think I should have the audio playing. What are you doing? I'm doing the vampire room. Going to be a vampire. I'm going to be in the coffin. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ryan Lanford. I'm a third year. And I'm Mary Margaret Lee, and I'm a third year. Have you guys always been actors or and room leaders, or what were your experiences like last year? So my first year before Ryan got here was COVID, so we had mini hauntings. It was called bite-sized hauntings, and it was only like four rooms on the covered walkway on the quad. Right. And they kind of only gave upperclassmen the chance to act since it'd be their last time. So it was all like third and fourth years. So that's how we just experienced it. And then last year, I was an actor. I was an actor too and a room leader. Yeah. Rory and Devin. And we did As Seen on TV. So good. It was pretty great. I know that like last year was pretty close to like normal regulations, but there were still some COVID concerns. Are you pumped about this year? Yeah. Yeah. Hauntings yeah. <laughs> was always the best part of fall. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget application reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Laura Howell. I'm a second year and I'm the media coach here at Brown. I am currently using an X-Acto knife to carve a hole in what will be the wings for a Mothman costume. But what was it originally? A plastic decoy goose. <laughs> and these geese are gigantic. They're like way bigger than real geese. Are you going to be acting in the house tonight? I will be, yeah. I'm not sure if I'll be wearing these wings, but I will be 
either the Mothman or a camper that is susceptible to the Mothman. Cool! Mothman's yeah. my favorite cryptid. Oh, so really? That's so cool. So last year the theme was Mall of America, and I had the first room, and I was called Stone Screamery, so it was an ice cream place, but with a little twist on it, and that was really fun. Hello, I'm Neil Dolan. I'm a fourth year class of 2023. It looks like you're dressed up as the one slur. Is that what you, you are right now? Uh, that would be an accurate description, yes. Okay, I'm okay. acting as a guide, so I will be leading various groups through hauntings. What have you done in past years? I have been a guide for every year I've participated in hauntings. You get to see every room, and it's an act of ongoing improv where you get to mess around with not only your group, but the various rooms as well. Sometimes you build up a rapport halfway through because whatever ends up happening. Last year I got really well acquainted with a bridal horror show because that room was the room we had to play for time in. So I managed to make that a two-minute room when it needed to be and built up an act. What's something that you know about guiding that you think like a first-time guide might not know? You don't have to have a plan, but you do have to have a personality. So... Going in, it's better for you to have a vague idea of what's going on and just have a character you want to be than to have a perfect idea of what is going on and have, like, no character and just be bland walkthrough. Potentially give us a little taste of your character today. So, I always use family hour as a workout, but... Hello, welcome to Hauntings uh, on the hill. Keep your arms, hands, legs inside the tour group at all times. We're going to be visiting my lovely nature preservation here on the hill, which I was forced to set aside because of those damned environmental regulations. Needs don't make themselves, but the government disagrees. So, in order to recoup some of our losses, we will be taking through you this lovely preserve in which a variety of creatures have managed to survive. Let us begin. From thence, we'll go into the Mothman room and so on. Hauntings is a good time for everyone because you get to build up to something. So if you're the person who shows up just to be gone through, you really get to see a good portion of it. But the thing I love about hauntings, particularly as a guide, is you can go through a room a hundred times in the night, and it'll be slightly different each time, and depending on the group, it'll be different. And I've been guiding all the time, but depending on your guide, that room can go very differently, and it's a great experience, so... There are some people who come back both nights and see, like, very different aspects of even the same person. It's a really enjoyable experience. I like how it changes. Kiki McLaughlin, that's K-I-K-I, and I'm a third year. What are you tonight? I am a victim of some cool vampires. Okay, I see you have a whip. Is that for your room or someone else's? That might be for my room. <laughs> it's amazing! Is this your first year acting in Hauntings? No, this is my second year. Okay, what did you do last year? So last year, my roommate Jibs and I ran a haunted Claire's room, like the store where like girls get their ears pierced. It's just horrifying with also like some cool commentary on femininity and like growing up and capitalism. So you know how people have their like greatest accomplishments on their gravestones? That's mine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm all in for hauntings. It's just hijinks, madness, and scariness. Just getting together with friends and acquaintances and putting on something like as a creative outlet that like other people get to see and enjoy. I'm Jess Newberg and I'm a first year here this year. Did you help design the shirt? I did. The front panel of the shirt, the one over the breast pocket, where what would be a breast pocket is my design. And I'm not quite sure who did the back, but the back is also amazing and I love it so yeah. much. 
Are you going to be acting tonight? I am actually going to be ticketing. I'm oh, going okay. to be out on the front lawn taking people's cards and sending them up to the guides to sort of keep things moving. Awesome. What made you want to be involved in haunting since this is your first year? Well, I'm actually one of the co-chairs for PR, for public relations. Um, so it is partially my job for hauntings to promote, do the chalking, do the flyering, uh, paint beta bridge, for example. And so PR's job is partially to float around to whoever needs them at a particular time. I love Halloween. I have like three costumes with me here at UVA right now. I love dressing up and I love doing great things for the community. And so it just sounded like an amazing opportunity to both give back and have a lot of fun. The vampire room looks really cool right now. And the cult room also looks very, very cool. I'm very excited to see the Bigfoot room as well, because I think the Sasquatch was so fun and I helped to make that costume. But that was really fun to make. So I'm excited for that. My name is Sarah Dunkley and I'm a four-fear. This actually is my first year acting in Hauntings. This is my first year also living in Brown. So a little bit about me. So I was like in a normal like New Dorms area and then I was an RA. I had the choice to live in Brown even my second year of becoming an RA and I decided to be an RA. Had a lot of friends in Brown like all my time here at UVA and I decided for my last year I didn't want to be an RA anymore and I was like I really want to live in Brown like just for one year. And I've been the Hauntings like first year since it was 2019 for me and then second year is COVID and then third year I went last year and I was like I really like want to be here so I reached out to housing and I was like hey you know I'm not going to be returning as an RA do you guys have any spots in Brown because I know like the rule is like if you get in and you want to come back you can so they're like yeah we have a spot for you so I live in Periwinkle now I love it it's great and I'm really excited to be in hauntings because like you know after coming back like year and after year like seeing it it's been so fun so I'm Mothman tonight (laughs) I I did too It's so great. Yeah, I love your red goggles. Yeah. <laughs> you, were t- you were testing out the wings. Yeah. Awesome. My wings are over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for tonight. Have it's- you ever walked through hauntings? Is it? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm trying to remember what was my first year. It was like business, like a business theme one. And then the one last year was Mall of America, which was really great. So I have been through hauntings before. I'm a big fan. It's just so great and so creative. And that's what I loved about Brown in the first place, like why I applied here. If someone is thinking about starting a haunted house or thinking about what goes on at Brown College, like, what would you say to them? Wow, I would say, like, Brown, like, we're, I guess, like, 300 people community, but everyone really comes together for, like, this event because it's just, like, a big part of, like, the culture and tradition. And honestly, it just takes a few people to care and then more people start caring and, like, contributing. And, yeah, I think when you have just a few people come together, like, more people are like, wow, like, actually, this is great. And they start caring and start contributing, whether it be decorating, acting, pushers, guiders, ticketers, they all matter to like the haunted house. Hauntings is one of Brown's most beloved traditions. Not even a global pandemic will stop it. So I think it is safe to say that every fall without fail, residents will come together to create something truly fantastic and frightening for all of UVA to enjoy. I'm very excited. There's a bunch of people here lined up to go into the house. You can hear screaming from the house. I'm here with my husband, William Barden. William, have you ever been to a haunted house before? No. Are you excited? Yeah. Are you worried it's going to be too spooky for you? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think I can handle it.